Okay, episode 15, going to touch on a bit more run-based chat today, um, following on from last week. So I want to look at anybody who has maybe taken up a bit more running uh, within lockdown, maybe some you've picked up this year. Uh, you might be at a point where you're doing consistent 5Ks, possibly even like consistent 10Ks. Uh, and you've maybe caught the bug enough that you're maybe looking at the tail end of the year when these events are popping up uh, again. You've maybe got the, the idea in mind to say, right, I, w- I want to go for that 10K or I want to go for that half marathon. Uh, and it could be a distance that you have never done before. And you might look at the distance and say, I don't know if I can manage that. Um, or I don't know if I can dedicate enough time to that, uh, to train towards it. So let's take, for example, that half marathon. Now, if you are at a point just now where let's say you're doing a consistent uh, couple of 5Ks a week, possibly even a couple of 10Ks a week, that's, you know, that's what tops a um, couple hours a week training. Let's So let's say you have, let's say you've got two hours a week that you can dedicate to training, but you know for a fact that where your fitness is just now, if you were to go and try a, a half marathon, um, one, there's no chance you're going to manage to run the whole thing without stopping. Uh, and two, it's going to take you a hell of a lot longer than two hours. Now, the what I would say there is don't worry about trying to increase the, the time that you spend training. Uh, focus on how you spend the time that you've got. So when you sign up to these events, again, sticking with the half marathon distance for now, as an example, do you need to run that entire thing without stopping for a walk? Uh, the answer is like absolutely not. So it's not in the rules. Like at the end of the day, if you're going to try and win the thing, perfect, right? Um, you need to be fast. You're probably not going to stop for a walk. But if it's a thing that you're training for to do for the first time, like you absolutely don't have to do the whole thing without stopping for the walk. That's that's something that you can definitely program in um, as part of your, your kind of race strategy. So uh, let's say we aim for the, the half marathon and we know that that's going to take us somewhere between, let's say that two to two and a half hours just now. That's great. And you've only got two hours of, of of your week that you can dedicate to your run. What I would suggest there is you split that over either two one-hour sessions or even be- even better, three 40-minute sessions. And within those 40-minute sessions, you work on interval-style training. So rather than just saying, right, in 40 minutes, how far can I go? That's only going to get you so far. If we can build on like interval-style approaches where we're running faster than our kind of half marathon race pace. We're pushing the intensity further than we would with a long sort of steady state run. You're going to get more bang for your buck. You're going to get more from the sessions. You're pushing harder. You're working at higher intensity. Um, therefore, the, the benefits are a lot bigger as well. Uh, so one, by training like that, you're not taking any more time than you need to. Uh, and you're also getting a bit more from the, the time that you are putting into it. Um, so you're not wasting time when you're trying to train. Now you... Let's say you, you you approach this training program over the next four or five months and you've got an event in mind, let's say, I don't know, September, October time. Now you spend your time, maybe two or three times a week, doing interval-style training. Then there's nothing to stop you taking that into a race. So if you're going to go for that half marathon and you know for a fact that either you'll never be able to do the whole thing without stopping just now, uh, or if you did do it, it would be horrendously slow because you're just going to get slower and slower and slower as you fatigue, there's nothing to say that you can sign up and do that event and approach it with an interval approach. Um, good examples, I've actually done that in the past as well. My very first marathon, 2012, my goal was to train, to run the entire thing, even through the nutrition kind of stops and things like that, constantly running, never stopping, never walking. 
Uh, managed to do it. Took up a lot more time than I would have liked with the training side of things, but managed it. Three years later, trained less. I did more interval style approaches. Planned a couple of different periods of the race where I would walk. So I think I stopped four or five times during the race, just for a few minutes to walk. What that does is actually gives you a chance to kind of just, just recover enough to pick the pace up again. Second time through with five deliberate stops within the race, managed to go five minutes quicker uh, and actually had a PB. So it just goes to show you don't need to put loads and loads of time in. You just need to be a bit more sensible with how you approach these distances. So when you look at a race sometime this year, next year, don't let the distance and the time that you've got to dedicate towards it, don't let that put you off. So have a look. There's a few races up this year. Pick something that you don't think you can manage and let's see what you can do. Easy. There's the challenge. Let's get after it.